0: BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely.
1: Hi there, I'm Randa Adifatah from ThruLine. from KQED.
3: It's around 6 a.m. in Ukiah, and KQED reporter Suki Lewis is at this massive base camp filled with firefighters.
1: And it's literally like a city that kind of springs up overnight to respond to these kind of fires.
3: Inside these instant cities, are firefighters rotating in and out of 24-hour shifts.
2: It's, you know, days just start blending and you lose track.
3: We are spending the day on the front lines with a crew fighting the biggest fire in California history. I'm Devin Katayama, welcome to the Bay. So it's morning time, and who's at the base camp?
1: There are firefighters who are kind of at these long tables eating their breakfasts.
3: I ate a ton of blueberries, which I, it's my favorite fruit. As long as I get a bunch of those in, I'm good, and then just drink water all day, Gatorade, you know?
1: There are contractors there who kind of provide key services. You know, you, for a big base camp like this, you need porta potties, you need food deliveries, you need water deliveries. And they have this big map up on the wall that's got like the red for the fire and then has um, kind of these black X's around parts where that that signals like a containment line. All
2: right, good morning. Welcome to the operational briefing for Tuesday. What
3: do you learn at the morning briefing?
1: So um, we learn that.
3: All right, good morning all. So as we go through this today, you're going to kind of see that we're starting to talk about a lot of the same places a couple days in a row now.
1: From this base camp, they were fighting the Mendocino Complex Fire, which included the River Fire and the Ranch Fire. The Ranch Fire was really kind of the chief concern because it was kind of still burning pretty out of control. They're still struggling to get containment.
3: Ranch 4 is going to be a challenge again today. It was a challenge yesterday. and It's probably going to be a challenge one more day into tomorrow.
1: And so that was going to be their their kind of chief focus that day. Take Roll
2: call. Go ahead and turn your phones on and radios and have a great day.
1: So we're walking away from the large tent where they had the morning briefing. After we kind of get our orders, where are we going now? I jump in this follow car. We're gonna walk over here to, uh, to my truck. I was and, being taken uh, around by right the down PIO down from San Diego.
2: I, uh, I work in San Diego. I'm the, the CAL FIRE San Diego uh, Public Information Officer. It's my day-to-day job.
1: And so we're going into branch three of the fire, is that right? Yes. This down. is a you know super rural area. It's in this area that was already somewhat burned by the Pawnee Fire,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so they're hoping to use some of these containment lines that were actually built to keep the Pawnee Fire from exploding, and to build on them. And about how far of a drive is that? It's like like a um,
2: that's the million
1: hour and a bit, right hour yeah, and forty-five.
2: It's gonna be it's gonna be somewhere in the two-hour range. Yeah, okay. um, yeah
1: we follow the strike team that i'm going to be kind of shadowing all day and the strike team is five engines we're going down highway 20 kind of along first the blue lakes and then through these little towns nice lucerne clear lake oaks and it you know kind of feels like this ghost town like all these little communities have been evacuated and abandoned for you know a couple of weeks now Wow, oh, here's another little home and it looks like the fire came right up to the edge of it. There's a couple horses.
2: They're they're suffering actual losses because that open land is burning and it's because they use it for grazing. Mm-hmm. And if they don't if they can't graze cattle through here, now there's a there's a very real financial loss to these these property owners.
1: It's like early morning still, and the fog is kind of combining with the smoke, and you can barely see the sun. It's just this kind of orange, um, barely visible blob in the sky. And that kind of feeling of like morning light m- maintained throughout the whole day.
2: Okay. Let's go catch that briefing.
3: So you go to the southeast corner Tell me about the strike team that you are with all day. So the strike team was uh,
1: what they call a mixed strike team. So it wasn't all from one area, but the majority of them were from Amador El Dorado, and they were led by this woman, Stevie Long, Captain Stevie Long.
0: He wants this completely mopped up, ready to rock and roll for this evening so we don't have to worry about it.
1: She was a just a great, a great person to spend time with, really.
0: Yeah, the brain. I don't get paid
1: for the bronze anymore. Yeah. I get paid for my brains. Nice.
3: <laughs> What was the strike team's job for the day?
1: So the strike team's job for the day was to secure basically the southeast corner of the ranch fire. Ultimate plan would be to do
0: a, um, a firing operation that ties in the, the burn itself. Um, and then there's a multiple contingency line, so if
1: for some reason we can't hold it, then we've got another place to fall back. They cut the line. So a line is basically like a fire break where they cut down to earth, because earth doesn't burn and then they burn back from that towards the main fire. That's how they get kind of a wide swath of land that isn't gonna burn again. When the main body of the fire starts moving in that direction, it's basically gonna hit this wall that they've built of land that's already been burnt, no fuel there, and earth which won't burn.
0: So mainly um, what you're going to be seeing this afternoon is these engines securing this piece of lime, Mm -hmm. uh, making sure that's buttoned up by this evening, Mm -hmm. and then um, coming up with a firing plan in this location here. Okay.
1: So this is just a corner of it. What they were trying to do, it was kind of the most active corner, so I think it was a really key piece. It was really interesting to see how much of... Firefighting is lighting fires.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I think people would be really surprised to learn that.
1: A lot of times it's this step back approach, step back and build and build from there and then let the fire come to you and burn back toward the fires.
0: It's uh, pretty sparse fuels as you can see, so it's not carrying unless it has some heat. So um, we're going to come up with a firing plan and then uh, we'll probably do a test burn over there in the corner and see if we can get it to carry. And if we can, we're going to fire off this knob. Let it try to back down, and then there's another knob, we'll fire off that one, see if we can get them to back. And then we have some junipers over there that, there's juniper. No, what are those? I didn't even see them. Those trees that are down there, we don't want them to torch and throw across the line, so we're going to take those trees down.
1: <laughs> it's a very kind of different approach than you would imagine if, say, you know, there's like an apartment building on fire in Oakland.
3: Did they accomplish what they wanted to do for that day or planned on doing that day?
1: So they, they start out going to check out, Stevie's like wants to get this kind of little island of brush taken care of.
0: Yeah, so this is the island I think they were talking about yeah. that they want to get rid of so yeah. that tonight it doesn't come out why there's nobody well, here and we're the out there. I was
1: like, what are you guys looking for? Like, why are you walking through the bushes? Yeah. <laughs> and basically what they're doing is assessing the fuel, what it will take to burn, if it will burn, and they're assessing weather conditions. You can feel the
0: winds in our mm-hmm. face, right? Mm-hmm. So if it comes up over that and it gets a good wind on it, then it's gonna challenge our
1: line. If we light this here, what will happen? Finally, they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna try it. And their main concern was like, there wasn't a lot of um, grass and like light underbrush that would kind of keep the fire going and kind of fuel the fire. And so it would kind of go up and then it would fizzle out. It wasn't quite working the way they'd hoped, and and the winds that everyone was really concerned about really didn't show up at all.
3: So the same thing that firefighters are concerned about, pushing the actual wildfire, the, the biggest wildfire ever, is also what they could have used to fight the fire. Yeah. But because there weren't these winds, they weren't able to really do it.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: It's kind of counterintuitive. So you, you think having a wind or, or, or not having a wind is a good thing, but it, it really isn't. I mean, in the moment it is because the fire's not being pushed anywhere. But all that means when you don't have a wind is that you're going to have a wind.
1: Some of how they they think about it and talk about it kind of reminded me of Aikido, you know, where you like take the force of your attacker and then you turn it back around on them.
3: You've reported a lot on fires. You reported up in the North Bay last year. You reported a lot on, on Lake County over several years and now up in Mendocino as well. Is there anything that connects these fires other than just mass destruction?
1: Um, Well, I think, you know, what you're alluding to there is the changing conditions of fighting fires. Stevie, you know, she's been doing this work for 26 years. One thing she said is like, you used to be able to count on when the sun goes down is when you do a lot of this work. Back in my early years, at night is when we made our attack, but at
0: night we're we're still got active fire behavior.
1: You can count on the fire behavior being more predictable and less explosive, and she said you just can't count on that anymore.
0: Now is that our our drought, so our fires are uh, burning a lot quicker, a lot hotter, a lot faster. So I would say that's the current challenge.
1: And I think like the North Bay fires, they started at night. You know, many of these kind of rules of firefighting, like it used to be, you know, fires don't go downhill, like all these things that were considered kind of almost written in stone have, have now been scratched out by these latest fires.
3: Suki, thank you so much. Thank you. Suki Lewis is a reporter for KQED, and she's been covering fires for the last few years. On Thursday, U.S. Senator Kamala Harris visited Lake County and said federal funding needs to support both short- and long-term efforts to reduce the risk of fires.
0: Between 2003 and 2012, California spent more than $4 billion fighting these wildfires. So it is very expensive to fight them, but in addition, it is expensive to do the preventive work that's about forest management.
3: On Monday, two members of President Trump's cabinet will be in California visiting fire scenes. Secretary of Agriculture Sonny Perdue and Secretary of the Interior Ryan Zinke will meet with fire crews and local officials in Redding. We're trying to get a handle on the car fire. Before you go, I have to just say thank you so much to everybody who showed up to the Bay's first meetup. It was great, it was so much fun and we got some really good feedback that's gonna help us shape the show as we go forward. So thank you to everybody who, who came. And if you didn't make it, we're planning on doing more of these informal meetups in the future. So stay tuned. Or if you'd like to give us feedback now, we have this survey that you can take. Look at our episode notes or you could check out my Twitter feed. I'm at Radio Devon. The Bay is produced at KQED Studios by Eric Aguilar and Vinnie Tong. Senior editors are Holly Kernan and Ethan Lindsay. I'm Devin Kadiyama. You've been listening to The Bay.
0: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.
1: Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.